0: Hey, I'm Dave Gerhardt and you're listening to the B2B Marketing Leaders Podcast. This is the place where I share my B2B marketing lessons and learnings every week. On this episode, I break down how I think about B2B creative, ads, videos, landing pages, design, you name it. And I share five tips to help you break through the noise and do B2B creative that doesn't look or feel like B2B creative. Oh, and by the way, this podcast is produced for me by my friends at Lemon Pie. If you want to launch a podcast strategy for your brand, there's no one better to do it with. Check them out at www.lemonpie.fm and tell them that I sent you. All right, let's get into this episode. How to do B2B creative that doesn't suck. Okay, so I posted recently on LinkedIn, I I had a rant about B2B creative. And when I say B2B creative, I mean ads. And I said, it blows my mind how B2B companies approach creative for advertising. It all blends into the feed. There's a huge opportunity to do something different. If your ads just blend into the LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter feeds, and look like ads, guess what will happen? Nothing. So I wanted to explain a little bit more about that because I know people are fired up about it and I have some actual tactical advice and examples of things you can do. The reason that I think this happens is because a lot of B2B companies just don't have the creativity that it takes to cut through the noise because B2B means business to business. It can also mean boring to boring. Oftentimes it's enterprise marketing and it just doesn't feel cool or fun or relatable or cons- or like a consumer company. And that's what's broken, which is even if you're selling B2B, people are still people. And so I'm still Dave scrolling through my LinkedIn feed. I'm not Enterprise Dave scrolling through my LinkedIn feed, right? And I'm like, whoa, that looks like a more enterprise ad I'm going to click on. No, I'm a person, right? Same way I see ads for fitness equipment and whatever on Instagram. I see ads for B2B software. You want to feel like one of those ads. So, what you need to do is, number one, forget everything that you think about B2B marketing. Forget it. Like, I want you to just pretend like you have to create a great ad for a product, period. Not a B2B product, right? A product. And so, if I was going to make an ad for selling this shirt online, how would I do it, right? Well, I wouldn't look like everything else in the feed, right? Number one mistake that I see with B2B ads is that they look like branded banners, right? We are so caught up in our brand from a B2B company and say, well, we have these brand guidelines. Our ads got to look like the brand. Well, guess what? When your ads look exactly like your brand, as you're scrolling through the feed, they're just going to blend in. They're going to look like your company page or just, hey, we got a new webinar tomorrow. They're not going to stand out. And on top of that, if you go to the LinkedIn feed, what you're going to notice is that that's what 90% of the ads look like. And so most people, if you're like me, we just have banner blindness. We are not on LinkedIn looking for ads or Facebook looking for ads or Instagram looking for ads. And so if something looks like an ad, it's gonna blend in. You want the opposite of that, right? This is why iPhone, you see so many iPhone ads on Instagram. Why don't B2B companies adopt the same thing? We're all trying to sell to people. It's crazy, right? The way that I would sell a t-shirt online is I would post a you know, selfie video of, of myself you know, working out in the shirt and then running in the shirt and then you know going to dinner in the shirt and being like, hey, this is me. I wear this shirt all day. It's waterproof, it's sweatproof, whatever, right? That's how we would do a consumer ad. I want you to do the same thing for your B2B product and I want you to see what happens. Okay, I have five things that I wrote out, one, two, three, four, five, of how to do B2B creative that doesn't suck. Number one is it has to be real. So what I mean is it has to be real is that you can't use stock photos, you can't use that corny, handshake, business suit photo. I want you to either use real photos and videos of yourself, so you the founder, you the marketing person, you the people people inside of your company if you gotta use them, or your customers. Doesn't matter what you use, but it has to be real content in the ad. Number 2 is that I want you to make raw video ads. This is a this is a requirement. I want you to make these ads with your iPhone, right? This video that we're making right here, guess what it's made on? An iPhone. See how good the quality is? It's amazing, right? But it's not actually the quality that's going to work here. It's just the fact that it's a real video. And so even if this video was going to be an ad and it was a little blurry and I was kind of walking down the street, that might even be a little better because as opposed to an ad that looks like everybody else's ad on LinkedIn, all of a sudden you see a person, what a person this is a B2B company, a person walking down the street, right? That's why iPhone really works well, but you can also do really good creative because the quality is really good today. So whatever type of ad you're going to create, I want you to use your iPhone. And I'm also pushing you to use your iPhone because this is going to show you that you don't need to hire a six-figure creative agency or have your design team spend weeks to do this. What? Uh, not yet. Two seconds. Leah just came in and she asked if I made lunch for the kids. Another thing we can keep in the video. You don't need to have fancy equipment. You don't have to spend weeks doing it. I want you to test with your iPhone first. Uh, third is you need to have something in the first three seconds of the video or the creative. So if it's not a, if it's not a video and it's just like and it's just a uh, an image, you need to have something in the copy or the creative or the video that's gonna stop somebody in their tracks within two seconds of scrolling in the feed, right? So that could be you lit a book on fire, that could be you have a great two lines of copy to punch somebody, you could have an ad that has a big, I don't know, a big lightning bolt through it, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up, who knows? You have to be able to get somebody's attention. Now, this is where the holier than now marketers come in and say, well, no, it's, what if it's clickbait? Look, If you wanna get somebody's attention with an ad, first of all, if you're running ads, you're already admitting that you're gonna be interrupting people, right? Ads are interruptions. And so if you're gonna do that and you're gonna use the channel, you might as well actually interrupt people and get them to see your stuff, okay? So you have to have something in the first two or three seconds that's gonna get people to click and read and actually get their attention. Social media advertising is a game of attention. If you're gonna play in that channel, you might as well use what everyone else is gonna use against you on them, okay? Number four is you have to have proof. You have to have proof, you need results, you need testimonials, you need real examples, you need that in your ad. Oftentimes with an ad you're selling to a cold audience, they don't know who you are. And he's freaking out now. They don't know who you are, so you have to use proof to get them to build trust with you. These are strangers, right? And the last thing, five, number five, is please, please, please sweat the copy of the of the of the ad. I see so many people make a good creative, but then spend like two seconds writing the words on the Facebook ad or LinkedIn ad or Twitter. That's the most important part. So that's five ways to make B2B creative. It doesn't suck. I gotta go. Hey, one thing I forgot to mention is this book right here. Hey Whipple, squeeze this, the classic guide to creating great ads. This is the best book you could get if you also want to study this stuff because it's it's actually like filled with real examples. These are all time-tested things. So if you want to go deeper on this topic, get this book, that's it. Hey, Whipple, squeeze this. Thanks for listening to this episode of the B2B Marketing Leaders Podcast. If you got something out of this episode, then I know you'll get something out of DGMG. That's my members-only community for B2B marketers. There's over 2,300 members right now, and it's awesome because it's really like having a sounding board outside of your company. Inside of the group, you can get feedback, recommendations on tools, campaign ideas, vendor suggestions, and more. And I'm in the group multiple times every single day sharing stuff too, just head over to dgmg.co, C-O, dgmg.co, and you'll find a link to join. It's $10 a month or $100 a year, which is really easy to expense, and your CFO will love that. And there's 10 to 12 new posts every single day, and you can go back and see all the posts from last year, like 400 posts, it's crazy. And I know you'll see ROI instantly from the community, so go and check it out if you're in B2B marketing. It's dgmg.co.